Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony Corona. Every week here on ACB Media One, that's American Council of the Blind, Media One, and soon after on all your major podcast catchers. Each week, we'll dive into the news, human interest, and discussions about the issues surrounding all of us in and out of the American Council of the Blind community. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Sunday edition with Anthony Corona. And um, well, that's me. (laughs) So glad to have everybody out there listening. So glad to have everybody who's here in the Zoom with questions for our great guests that we have today. We'll be speaking with Terry Suarez and catching up with Get Up and Get Moving uh, a little later on in the program. Uh, In a few minutes, we're going to be speaking with Kathy and Cheryl of Writing Works Wonders. But I have a few announcements before we get to that fascinating conversation. First and foremost, it is convention season, folks, and um, the registration for National is open. And uh, hopefully you are all picking some fabulous tours and some of the great programming. I know that um, affiliates like BPI and GDUI have some great stuff going on. Um, All the affiliates have some great stuff going on. So hopefully you're checking out all those fabulous programs and picking some really cool stuff. And while you're at it, hopefully you are picking the first ever Furry Tales presented by this show right here, Sunday Edition in association with Guide Dog Users, GDUI. Uh, That will be on Saturday morning, um, Saturday uh, the 2nd. I believe it's 11.15. Don't kill me if that's not the right time. Check it out in your programs. And submissions. We've got quite a few in, but if you would like to nominate past or present a guide dog that has been memorable or you just think you think deserves an honor, then please send it to, please send a testimonial to Sunday Edition AC, one, all one word, my initials AC at gmail.com. Uh, 500 to 750 words of testimonial, a picture or pictures if you have it, anyone who can speak about said skilled furry professional, and of course, you know, life, birth, and and life dates um, for the plaque and the um, memorial page that will be put up in association with GDI and ACP Media. Um, <laughs> also, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And there's been a group of folks that I'm included in who have been putting on some great programming. Uh, Week one was stigma free in ACB. Week two, right here on Sunday edition, we were talking about how we can support each other for emotional well-being and and to also fight against the stigmas of both blindness and mental health. Um, This past week was the intersectionality of mental health and blindness. And just last night, it premiered, but it'll be running a few times between now and the end of the month, Mindfulness Lounge, where a bunch of us got together and presented some really cool music to go with being mindful and self-exploration, self-care, things like that. Um, Great conversation in between the music. So if you get a chance and you see it on Cafe, 
please go check it out. <laughs> My final announcement, at least for me, is The Land of Aru, which is a fan cast for Car Serum, an all-immersive 3D audio experience, audio drama, I should say. For the past 19 weeks, um, every Tuesday night, we have been running it on ACB Media 5, but we have decided to bring it over to Treasure Trove. And yesterday, uh, Treasure Trove held a 24-hour marathon of the first 19 episodes that we've watched. You can always go to Carcerum, the series slash In the Land of Aru, that's A-A-R-U, to catch up on the episodes. And every single week, we have actors, writers, um, audio engineers, sound designers, um, God, anyone, we've, we've had anyone who's worked on the show, um, or let me rephrase that. Folks that have worked on the show have come and sat down for an interview. They answer my questions and any audience questions, especially about breaking into the business. One of my favorite episodes, episode 13, featured Neil Flynn, um, who is one of the stars of Carcerum. And you might know him if you were a fan of the show Scrubs or a fan of the show The Middle. Um, he was the dad on the middle, the janitor on Scrubs. He's been in a million things. That was a really, really great conversation. And every week going forward, we will be on Treasure Trove Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. with the Land of Aru. So please check that out as well. Byron, 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 how's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I wanted to say hello and see if you had any announcements that you wanted to share with the folks. I just got back from a, a trip out to Santa Clara, California. So, um, yeah, that was fun. Um, new new job uh, duties for Global Accessibility Awareness Day. Um, that was right that on. was just a crazy adventure. Um, nope, I don't have anything. I just I'm uh, glad to be back. And hosting for us, at least for the first hour, is my Florida State President and an awesome, awesome lady. Our our Zoom training for community. Sheila, say hey. Hi, everybody. Happy Sunday. <laughs> and I know we want everyone to register for the national convention in Omaha or hybridly by virtual you know, attendance. But there's another convention we might want to mention. You want to say a couple of words about it? Oh, just the two weeks from this past Thursday, the Florida Council of the Blind Convention starts. So hopefully everybody will tune in and register. We've got some diverse and amazing sessions going on. So We sure do. A lot of friends to Sunday Edition are going to be down in Florida in two weeks. So I'm really they excited are. about that. They are. Yeah. I, I'm excited about our banquet Saturday night. Our guest speaker will be Pam Shaw. Pam Shaw, who is part of that working group, bringing on all of that mental health and mm -hmm. emotional well-being programming. Yep. So yep. we're gonna we're we're really gonna be uh, treated to something wonderful when she speaks for us. I, I can't wait. All right, let me jump into the topic at hand. For the past couple months, um, I have been streaming this call on and off. We don't always get our same calls every week, but. I bid for it every week, and when I get it, I'm very happy. And that is Writing Works Wonders. I am really, really, really pleased to welcome to Sunday Edition Kathy King and Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Hey, Hello, Anthony. Anthony. Hi, everybody. Hey. So being, you know, being a regular on the call, I kind of know how Writing Works got started. I kind of know, you know, what the community is like. 
But for folks who are listening who haven't attended a Writing Works Wonders, let's start with Cheryl because you started the call. What you know when the when the community call started? What's what what were you thinking? What got you started with Writing Works? Well, it started out as a writing workshop for journaling. Cindy had mentioned it to me, asked me if she knew I was author and asked me if I wanted to do something on journaling. So I did. And the first call I was on, I was streamed. <laughs> I was just like, blah, 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 you know, and um, it, 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 it evolved, it started evolving and I knew I wanted to grow. I knew I wanted more than a workshop. I had a couple of authors, Shannon Van Bergen and Trixie Silvertail come on. And then I, uh, just before Kathy came on, I had started to edit my recordings, the recordings. And that was, a, that me, you know, I knew then I wanted to have a better, if it was being put up on podcast, I wanted it to sound better. And I wanted to do better with our and do and not just for me, but representing ACB and our community and our guests. Michael Gandy was another. We had several guests that from within our community, authors. And then when I met Kathy, I met Kathy in March. She came on a call the beginning of March. At that time, I was doing calls biweekly. And she's as she calls it, stumbled onto a call. And I'll let her share that part. But I talked to her a little bit, I think after that one, I'm not sure, but it definitely the second call, we started talking, I told her to connect with me, she went to my website. And then we just started to I said, Do you want to join me? And I brought her on as a guest facilitator. And and then the rest is history. We just, and I, I it was a lot of work, but, uh, you know, because we talked every day, many times a day in the beginning, but I'm going to turn it over to Kathy so she can get us going into from meeting from when she stepped in. Kathy? So, um, Anthony and everybody, I just, um, I, contrary to Cheryl, Cheryl has had um, vision issues across her life. It gradually got worse. Um, she'd been in this experience a, a long time. And um, I'd been sighted my whole life until three years ago. And um, suddenly was in the low vision world. And it wasn't until I met Sheila Young by a phone. She was my first connection to ACB that I even knew the word low wow. vision, I think. And uh, then... Um, a, two, a year or two later, I guess it's two years later, um, it happened again. I had a mini, another mini stroke and I lost more of my vision. And I was, I was quite beside myself. And I said, I've got to get back to ACB. I need community to help me deal with this. And so I said, okay, I'm going to try these Zoom calls, see what's going on and figured out how to connect and everything. And um, I was looking for different topics and I said, writing, okay, yeah, this makes sense. I'm an author. I've taught writing to faculty members. I'm a former professor, all this stuff. So I stumbled into the writing call and I heard what Cheryl was doing with folks. And this was a like-minded group of people, but more than that, I met Cheryl. And um, a big part of the story of writing works wonders for me is that Cheryl became a, a mentor for me in dealing with my vision loss and encouraging me to um, 
persist and that some days are not great, but that's how it works. And we admit that and we keep going on and reaching and encouragement. And so I brought a lot of tech skills, although she does quite a bit of tech. And we kind of felt each other out as far as how do you work or how organized are you? How much time do you put in? Trying to get an idea, would we collaborate well or not together? And so we kind of danced around as we were um, feeling this out and I uh, co-facilitated with her. And we found very quickly that we worked very well together and could see that this was gonna be something bigger. And we had tremendous dreams of all sorts of possibilities. And I think we had to pull back a little bit and say, okay, wait a minute here. Step one, step two, step three. And maybe we're in phase two at this point. That's about as far as we've gotten because we've got many more ideas planned out ahead. And yeah. so we grew, we grew from a Zoom call very quickly into not only the podcast that Cheryl was talking about, but a full-blown website. Um, and then um, an email distribution and all sorts of different things have developed through this. <laughs> yes, and now yes. books as well. And, and we're Together. continuing to do seminars. We're both keynote speakers. And um, so it's just so many different aspects of it. And it's not about Cheryl and Kathy. It is about the community and what our writers want and need and how we can draw in readers to understand writing as well. And writers of all levels, new, experienced, okay. published, and um, a very supportive, collaborative, uh, equal playing field of a community. That, that's our vision. And, and I believe we've been uh, doing well in accomplishing it from what we hear from people. It's very thrilling. It's always thrilling to, to hear the talent of this group. It is just yeah. phenomenal. So I'm wondering, you know, if we could take just a, a tiny step back to when you were talking about finding the community, finding the calls, and then of course, finding writing works wonders. Has it, has it helped you in your process? Are you, are you at a place where you're, you're feeling confident and, and happy in your journey? Oh, absolutely. Anthony, it has done a tremendous amount um, because, and I've heard this from other people in the community, it was essential. I thought my life was shutting down because I, I'm at this point, um, hand motion vision and to have been sighted two years earlier and suddenly I was wow. in hand motion is a huge change. And so all my technology, my writing process was gone. I've, I've published many books already yep. and everything was pulled out from under me. And what I thought I was going to do in retirement was just yanked out from under me. And of course, this all happened right around COVID, you know, so the whole world yep. has stopped as well. And um, to feel useful, to feel that I could do something that helped people. But when I, I have found, and Cheryl and I have talked about it and others, that as you give out, you receive so much back. Much more. That yeah. it, it, it's just a phenomenal dynamic. You know, I kind of describe it as generative in that you're giving, but it grows. It just grows within and, and my technology and ability, I've got a draft of my first fiction book, which has been my dream um, mm -hmm. to, to move into fiction in retirement. And I'm finally there. And um, the fact that I have figured out how to be able to write and compose, and now I'm figuring out editing, advanced editing and, and everything in with my vision where it is, mm -hmm. I'm practically in tears. 
Um, I mean, that I can be at this point now. I never you know, envisioned I, it, even six abs- months ago. Absolutely. I, I share so many um, similarities in, in our stories. I'm six years in into my blind journey. And um, I was, I'm also a writer. I worked for the Associated Press and, and instantly everything was taken away. And finding, finding the American Council of the Blind and, and some really, really good people um, is what stopped, t- stopped the insanity from taking over. Um, and these community calls, and, you know, I think about all the people that are aging into blindness, people that have had it placed upon them suddenly accidents or, or like me, you know, a sickness. Um, and they might not know that we're out there. So mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, we have these calls and we're still doing, you know, around seven, between 70 and 90 of them a week. And the pandemic is waning and people are getting out there, thank God. And, 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 you know, getting the fresh air and getting up and get moving, which we'll be talking about later, but our community call structure still is thriving. So, you know, everybody out there who's listening, if you know someone or you know someone who knows someone, send them to some of the calls and, and let them find our community the same way. But let's get back to Writing Works Wonders. Cheryl, when you and Kathy found that groove and you really started growing the call, what did that do for, what did it do for the structure that you had been working with and, and how did that evolve the audience each week? Or at that point, every two weeks, it's now each week. Yeah, I guess Kathy and I, when we talked about doing it every week, that was in the, in, I got to tell you, I had the heebie-jeebies right there, right then when she said, let's do this every <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, but we have evolved over structure because we Again, like I said, in the beginning, we were talking all the time. We even met in person last summer. That was really neat. But now we've got this uh, schedule of we we look out ahead of having authors. We're we're really working on having authors once a month. And then our how we do our open mics, how often, how often we do our round robins and workshops and things and trying to, and finding a balance with that. Also bringing in a lot of our other authors to, to work with us and who feel comfortable and we're happy to have their suggestions. And so I'm, um, yeah, that's how it's evolved. And, and just, we are, it, I ha, let me tell you, say this for years, for several years now, I have wanted to work with someone else because there were many things I wanted to do, even before I got on this, that I uh, found ACB community. I wanted to work with someone else. I knew there was many things I could be doing and, you know, I could grow, but it wasn't the right time until I met Kathy. And now we are creating books together. We're creating things together. And these authors that we have on, beyond my wildest dreams and I'm just and I you know because and we do the we do the marketing we do the promoting and I reach out most of the time Kathy's done some too we we have this letter that we both have sent out and you know as soon as somebody says yes I'm on the phone with Kathy they said yes they said yes you know (laughs) sorry anybody that's got headphones on okay I'll pass (laughs) <laughs> you know, two of the two of the recent authors, Sharon Sala and oh god, I forget the name again, but who took over the Jack Reacher series? Um, I mean, those Andrew are major. Child. 
Thank you, Manson yeah. Child. I mean, those are major gets. Those, you know, those are conversations that that you know, folks that are doing podcasts. There's thousands and thousands of book podcasts. You know, folks want them, and and they're coming to Writing Works Wonder. So that's got to be a gratifying gratifying feeling. Yeah, it's it's pretty special, and you know what's really special about it? I feel really humbled because they are honored to be with us. If yeah. you listen to the podcast, you will hear them several times say, and some of them have even said, we'll come back next year, or we'll come back with so-and-so. You know, we have, and scheduled, we have Brian Freeman is coming next. He's done the Bourne series. He's taken that over. And Jason Bourne series that Robert Ludlum started. And he's got other books of, of his own, many series. And even Catherine Coulter was one of the first authors I started listening to, too. And she'll be with us soon. And, you know, it's just uh, amazing what we're what we're doing. Stephen you know, King's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King, Nora Roberts, Janet Ivanovich. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're they're all mm-hmm. on the list. They're all yep. on the list. Mm-hmm. So we you can also speak to. to we, we can also speak to that, Anthony, about how we um, people we look for authors. We 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 search the web and we look who are the top barred authors. We're trying to yeah. see who our community at large is reading, who they're interested in. We try to get variety of genres. So, you know, we get mm-hmm. romance and westerns and suspense and get a variety of them and women's fiction, all sorts of mysteries. And, and then we also get a lot of suggestions from people and we even go on calls. And if somebody's talking about books, we're like scribbling down names and authors <laughs> and books. I'm always yeah. sending Cheryl another list from another Zoom call I sat in on. And we take those and then we have to go find, and Cheryl does a lot of this. Our intern, I think, was helping too. find mm-hmm. the contact information is so difficult, yeah. how to get yeah. right, right to them. And then we send out and we customize this very deep, pretty detailed letter explaining who we are, why we're inviting them and how they would be connecting with people so they know what's involved. And um, then it's a matter of, are they available? Do they, do they respond? Can they fit us into their schedule? Some people maybe are in he- ill health or are writing two or three books right now and will get back to us. And so if, you've suge- if people have suggested authors to us, Please know we are working on it. And <laughs> the people that are coming on the show are the ones that have said, yes, I'm coming. You know, we've been able to get yeah. to them and, and they've picked up the gauntlet. Um, but if you've suggested somebody to us and they haven't been on and you're not hearing us say that they're scheduled, check back with us and we'll give you the skinny on what's going on behind the scenes. But yeah. we love getting suggestions from people to know who you want to hear. Um, and, and we take that very much to heart. Well, I'm sure you've gotten quite a few requests for um, Quinn, who does the Bridgerton series. <laughs> when uh, it, when she, it... I, yeah, we've already heard back from her. She's very busy on tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I, what the, the authors that I've, I've listened to, and I've listened to quite a few of them at this point, you know, they all say they learn something when they're on the call mm-hmm. too, which yes. I think is awesome. So tell us a little bit about about the regulars, about the audience that's there every week or as many weeks as they can make it. Oh, this is one of the exciting parts is that (laughs) we have so many we have such a variety of people that come and join in with us every week. 
it, it is a true community. And it's so funny that you'll hear certain people ask their favorite question of every author that comes <laughs> Count on yeah. We don't even put it on our list because we know so-and-so wants to ask that one, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then, um, you know, we have people that we have a, an advisory team for Writing Works Wonders, folks might not realize that, but some of the people that are a regular part of our audience that are authors, we've asked them to be an advisory team to give us guidance as to the kind of workshops, how are we doing, um, participate in different projects. They've been on like panels with us on some of the podcasts we've done, we pull them in. Um, but we've got a lot of people who have published in all different genres, different levels of experience that the cool thing, Anthony, and you're part of this too now, is they share their knowledge and experience freely. Yeah. The yeah. sharing is great. And also, uh, Cheryl, wouldn't you agree that I think there's a very clear community that even our experienced authors makes somebody that's new and a fledgling and just dipping their toe in, even readers that are coming on and enjoying things, comfortable and you're welcome and they don't feel any sort of separation if yeah. we're all together an equal playing field and that's what kept me going in the beginning um holly came on when uh, we had our celebration our one-year celebration it yes. reminded me that sometimes there was just three of us on there and we mm -hmm. were just holding on and holly also started she writes for a certain publication that she has read for many, many years and doing that. We've had pe people who are actually submitting their work are being published. And it's, they say because of us, well, it's because they're feeling encouraged and we all need that. And that's something Kathy and I both know, you know, too, we all need a cheerleader and we're you good do. cheerleaders. I'm and a little so louder than Kathy, but you know, anyway. <laughs> no, I think that depends on who you ask, but <laughs> you mentioned Holly, um, but you, you, Holly graduated, thankfully, and she's doing some wonderful things, but yes. um, you have a regular host that yes, um, is do. part of the family. Oh, yeah. Oh, Can you yes. shout her out real quick? Yes. Chanel. Chanel has been wonderful with us and and we hope that we'll get her to, we've talked to her about re putting, recording all the books that we do, putting them on audio for anyone who wants to listen to them on audio. So yeah, she is phenomenal. She has a great voice yes. for that. Yes. yes, she does. Chanel, Chanel makes it possible so that Cheryl and I can focus on facilitating and yeah. we can focus on responding to the people and mm -hmm. uh, the participants, our guests, and one another. And so we keep the dynamic going and, and channeling it and picking up on each other. And Chanel is there and she is so good. At, and with that gentle voice of her, I'm always saying yeah. she has such a wonderful voice and, and she's such an expert at what she does of keeping everything moving in the background and making sure that everything's in order. We don't have to think about any of it, Anthony. That's such a gift. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely a huge part of our team. And our streamers, you know, a lot of times we'll have streamers that um, will do several in a row with us and people get used to us and they know what our system is. And it just makes such a huge difference when people understand, because we're a little bit different in the way we do a Zoom call where um, 
you know, we're like your call that we're organized. We have a program and a platform and we have a beginning and an end and um, we're recording. So we want to be able to edit, et cetera, you know, so. So I have a couple more questions and then we're going to open it up to listener questions. Um, Cause I always say Sunday edition belongs to all of us. Um, <laughs> what do you want folks who have never come to one of the calls to know how sell it to them? Tell them, get them to come once. Cheryl, you okay, go. Want me to go first? Okay. Well, we have something for everyone to watch. When you see Writing Works Wonders, look at what's going on because we bring in authors, not just for our writers, we're bringing them in for our readers. Like you said, Brian Freer and Sharon Sala. Now I knew of Sharon. I found them from looking on Bard and what are the most popular. Kathy had suggested mm-hmm. that when looked at the one. So we're bringing in people for that. Also, if you like to play games, when we do a round robin, oh, you do not need, come on in and play with us. We have a blast. Talk about laugh. Sometimes you get a good ab workout because you're laughing so much. And then we have the open mics. There's different things that go on in for anyone. Maybe you're, you write song lyrics. Come and share with us, you know, on those. So I would like to encourage people to please read each week what we're doing because we do something different each week and we try to have something for everyone and we welcome everyone too we never want anyone to feel like they're not welcome everyone is welcome and that's why even sometimes we'll stay once we're off stream we stay on for about another 10-15 minutes make sure if there's anybody else who has a question that they can ask a question Kathy yeah and I think that's really important that we provide a variety of programming and we work hard to rotate that so it has a um, varied pattern to it and when we ask questions of these authors, Reese Bowen is a great example. She gave so much insight and Craig Johnson and others that we yeah. heard from many readers. They have no interest in writing a lot of people, but they came on because this is one of their favorite authors. And they're telling me now that they're reading those books differently because they've heard firsthand <laughs> how these mm-hmm. authors do their research, how they write, how they think about their books. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting. So we try to ask them questions from a reader perspective and a writing perspective. So please know that it, it's not, it's about writing and reading as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about creativity. So if you have creativity in you that you want to express in music and poetry and a novel, what any kind of um, format, we'd love to help cultivate that within you. That's what we're about. And we're a supportive, encouraging community criticism is not here we that is not our focus in in the least yeah very well let's let's have a little bit of fun um i'm gonna give you a writing prompt and it's it's about (laughs) each other (laughs) so you know in a paragraph or so and i'll i'll flip it this time i'll go to kathy first when i first met cheryl i (laughs) go ahead kathy ah when, when I first met Cheryl, I recognized the big laugh and I knew that this was somebody very unusual, warm, friendly, caring about people. It just flooded over you about that. 
You knew All instantly right. this is a different woman. Nice. Thank All right, you. Cheryl. <laughs> here's, here's well, Kathy and Kathy said she could do a website I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm just kidding uh, but yeah part of it was that but I mean when I met Kathy it was just uh we clicked it was really neat that it was as if we knew each other and what touched me so much and still does um, you know, because the dynamics changed when we started working together and people wanted, people kept saying to Kathy, how, how, you know, a great Cheryl's doing a great this and that. And Kathy told people how I was helping her and that I was doing a lot of the techie stuff before and um, encouraging her to do all this stuff too. And Kathy had done all this and, you know, I had low vision a lot, born with low vision, but I had 2030 with contacts and my vision went boom like that too, but it's been 27 years, you know, so I've been doing it longer. And so to be able to encourage her and tell her, yes, you can do this and maybe do it differently has been tremendous for me. And, uh, you know, and how then we, the two of us work together as, as you know friends and partnership it, it's really um wonderful so that's i think kathy's just real special thank you absolutely so let's um let's take some hands let's hear what folks out there want to ask or or any comments they want to make sheila yes. um you want to do that quick spiel real quick oh sure if you're on a pc and you want to raise your hand it's alt y to mute and unmute is alt a on a mac option y command shift a to mute and unmute on a smart device it's in the bottom right corner under more you raise hand and on bottom left to mute and unmute and on a standard keypad it's star nine for the letter y to raise your hand to start six for the letter m to mute and unmute and you've got some hands Jane. Before you take oh. wait, before we take Jane, mm-hmm. um, Kathy mentioned something at the very beginning of our conversation. How for Sheila, for you, how does it feel that someone you know you brought to the community is now you know one of the biggest, you know, one of the best community calls running, facilitating one of the best community calls we have? Oh, I'm proud of both of them. They're doing great. <laughs> All right, Jane, unmute and say hello. One of the author guests. Uh, recently in right on writing works wonders oh i keep wanting to start talking and you go on i go oh shut up up. (laughs) (laughs) and i'm i'm kidding about that i want to say to you cheryl and kathy the thing that is so strong and positive about writing works wonders is your belief in out and line that's your line out, out, out. Everybody come out from wherever you are. And that's such genuine communication that you do about that. When people have things to submit or say in writing, which is a fabulous voice, I love it that you don't just go, oh, good job. There are so many other calls where that's the first blather that comes out of a whole crowd. And they may Think, but I love it that you offer a genuine, authentic comment about what has been said yeah. or written. One other thing, 
I love the way that you speak about community, that it's a way to take back. Hang on. To take back the light that is within each of us. And so the other day I was thinking about um, songs and um, I think your new theme song should be, they said someday you'll find all who love are blind. Oh, I smile and say when that loving flame and that would be sight dies smoke gets in your eyes so that's all i want to say for right now and i love what you do and how you do it thank Thanks. you Thanks, Thanks, Jane. Jane. You're welcome. all right sheila and terry pacheco hi everyone i have done a lot of work um with kathy and some with Cheryl, I haven't gotten to know Cheryl as well over the last couple of years. And I just can't get over the way that they've managed to click so well and mm-hmm. have done so much good. Um, unfortunately, I don't get to listen live very often to Writing Works Wonders. Um, my paycheck doesn't allow for those too much time off during the day. Uh, but I, I, I very often will pick, um, listen to their podcasts. And I think they've just done a great job um, with, and especially with the authors that they brought on. Um, Kathy knows my favorite one was, was uh, Patrick Taylor. <laughs> and you made it for that one. We were able to get you there for that. <laughs> Next one we want is Jean Granger. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she, she's in the list. She's in <laughs> but I just think that the two of them have just done such a fabulous job with this and have made such an impact because they've done so much work to it. The podcast, the website, the um, yeah. distribution list. They have put so much of themselves into it and it's showing very, very brightly to everyone. And Absolutely. I just want to thank them both for all the work that they've done on it. Thank, Thank you. you Thank you, Terry. All right, Sheila, who's up? Lisa Gilmartin. <laughs> Lisa, now when you, you are. There we go. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm an avid listener of Writing Works Wonders. I am one of the listeners that they have outed. I am blossoming. <laughs> These, two. These two are teaching me in a fun and so many various levels, which I never could have imagined. And I must share the reflective listening that makes anyone on any level feel welcomed, valued, encouraged, Uh and cared for is surpassed by none. It is amazing. I feel so supportive. I feel like I can take a deep breath and be me. It's like, oh, I can be me. I can be accepted. I can stretch myself. I keep learning about the various genres of books. And after an interview with Sharon Sala recently, I listened to her book, Blind Faith, on my virtual library using voiceover. And I did it in lightning speed. And and they're just expanding my horizons. And I look forward to what these fun, informative, zany women have in store for us. (laughs) (laughs) Did she call us Zany? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> hey, 
hey, you know, she listened to us when she was out in a kayak in the rain. <laughs> well, it was a round robin. She was laughing her head off. Round robin. Oh, wait, I, oh, I have to rainstorm. encourage everybody. Was it episode 56, the round robin? I believe. Oh, Listen to that episode. Glory. <laughs> <Terrible. laughs> so, we are experiencing some technical difficulties on ACB Media, but we're going to keep going here. Um, Sheila, who is up next? Annie and, and Chipetta. Uh, All right. Hey, Annie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> the zany <laughs> ladies. It's poetically. Uh, <laughs> um, I just, I want to say, um, even though I haven't been um, present to all of the, um, hang on a second. Okay. Even though I haven't, um, I'm on my iPad and it talks to me when I don't want it to. So uh, I haven't been around much, but I've been listening to the podcast to catch up. And I've got to say, your podcasting is just awesome. Um, right up there with, you know, everything else. And I, I, I want to just say how, uh, how impressed I am about it. And, you know, just watching you grow over the years and really achieve what you said you wanted to and what you set out to um, in a kind and caring way that, that goes a long way uh, for the community and for people looking for a place to go that just just want to be you know relaxed and check it out and have a whole bunch of different things to do so um and i also wanted to put a plug in for you guys during the convention the virtual convention you're going to be part of our e effortless editing panel um on the 25th at 7 30 p.m so mm -hmm. um and that's another thing that you know we're going to try to give back and give you a chance to uh, talk about some things that um, that you might want to, uh, you know, check out on the other end of things. Being you being the guests instead of being the <laughs> ones that are um, that are always uh, organizing everything. So, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Annie's Annie's one of those that has been a, a core member. Uh, mm -hmm well before I, I came into the team and, um, and she's on our advisory board um, for writing mm -hmm. works wonders. And um, if anybody's interested in audio prompting, this is sort of thing we don't just do, we do things related to publishing and speaking and all sorts of things. So we were so privileged that Annie did a couple of workshops with us about audio prompting. Um, mm -hmm. I, I was so stymied and stuck when I lost my vision. How was I going to keynote speak? How was I going to yep. read my work aloud in a writing circle? Right, Anthony? Mm -hmm. Like, what yeah. do you yeah. do? Mm -hmm. You know, and um, Annie has this whole approach with many people do, but she has a way of uh, teaching it and sharing it. And so we have those archived on the site, uh, along with images that she gave us of the equipment she uses. Uh, and you call it audio prompting, right, Annie? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I listen and then I speak what I'm listening to. And it's sounds crazy. And sometimes it, it's a little intimidating, but with practice, you can do it. And with since practice, I'm not a brow yeah. reader, uh, that's what I rely on. Yeah. I, you taught me a lot. Actually, I went back and listened to, to um, the first one and, and you taught me a lot. 
<laughs> and it helps with this show and, and all of the other speaking that I do. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. This is what I mean about community. Like we yeah. share yeah. it and it's going everywhere. So great. Yeah. You guys are great. Yes. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you so much Thanks. for what you do. Thanks. Thank you. Thank Andy. And um, I want to encourage people to look at our website. Also, Cassie has several different wonderful things going on there for us. We, we have postings people every week we have a oh, yeah. writing prompt and people post their writing prompts. And if they can't, they can call. In fact, we had somebody, I think she took six, seven calls to leave recordings for, for it to be translated in her writing, but we'll put it, we'll translate it that way. If you can only use a phone or if you want to send it uh, to us in an email if you, or you can just go to the site and put it in the comments and it'll go right up. Right, Kath, unless you have something yeah. else to explain about that. Yeah, it's very easy. There's a big button on the screen that says writing prompts. And so you'll see the prompt for that week and you can go back and do old ones too. And you can mm -hmm. put in your writing prompt response right there. And, yep. um, and then you can read what other people are doing. We also added a new feature because our participants um, suggested it. I think it was Amy that suggested it. And so now we have an area where our participants, people in the larger uh, Writing Works Wonders family, whether they listen to the podcast or come on the Zoom call, where they can go in and post what have they published? Is it an article or a book or whatever it is? And share with us what they've published and where we can find it. And so it's another way to get the word out about what people in our writing community are doing. And we're excited about seeing that grow more and more. So that's another button. And there's several different ways to be able to play the podcast. Um, you can go to ACB Media, go to the website, and the most recent one will be right there. There's also a click and play button and you'll get a player and you can just scroll through them and everything yeah. is accessible. Um, and you can also control your view. So if you want to switch the contrast, if you want to make the lettering larger, whatever you want to do, there's a button, an accessibility button that you can control how you're viewing the screen and it's screen reader friendly. So there's a, a, a lot going on on the website. Yeah, it's a really, really well done website. And after convention is over, I definitely want to talk to you about helping me get a Sunday edition website that looks like yours. Um, let's check <laughs> in with Sheila. Sheila, how many hands do we have? None. All right. So Kathy and Cheryl, you are also putting out books of your own um, that come from Writing Works Wonders. I know, you know, you've written textbooks, Cheryl, you've got a bunch of books out, but the Writing Works Wonder writing works wonders books are coming out you want to talk a little about that our first one is called the creative writing prompt journal it's available in ebook and it's in large print they're both on amazon and eventually we'll get it on audio hopefully eventually we'll get it on bard yeah but right now that's in the next one is on website design. I bet you can't guess who, who did a lot of that one. But Kathy, you want to talk more about our different books? Yeah. So they've grown out of our podcast. They've grown out of our um, 
what we do with the Writing Works Wonders community and what we see people are interested in. And it's like, well, if we create a little book on this, then not only can our community use it, but then it can spread in other writing groups and people can benefit from these. So we're trying to put it in another form to get the same message out further. And so the writing prompts um, one like has 150 prompts in it. Then we talk about all these different ways you could possibly use it. The website one, that'll be the next one. We're trying to space these a couple of months apart, but several of them are already written. <laughs> and it's um, creating websites um, for authors, uh, for people who are visually impaired to create their own websites. And so it's kind of, uh, I wanna have the, um, Subtitle being, I can do it with my eyes closed, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> whose, whose idea was that? <laughs> Sorry. And, <laughs> See how we and, work together. Yes. <laughs> it all merges in my brain. So, yeah. and then the third one, the third one, we need a drum roll for this one. The third one oh. is the blockbuster. <laughs> Because yes. this one is going to be the round robin uh, yeah. book, and we're going <laughs> to reveal our secrets about what a round robin is, how we create them, because this has morphed over this past year into this germ of an idea, and then we've learned how to be able to do it with our group, and then they've gotten more comfortable with it. And then we've thrown in some different um, crazy ways that we accelerate the activity <laughs> and creativity. And so it talks about how do you do it? How might you use it with a writing group or for a dinner party game? And, um, and then we give a whole bunch of different round robins that you could just pick up and use um, in that one as well. Uh, I have to confess, my, my son is a writer and editor and our whole family loves creativity. So we do round robins over dinner. Um, so, <laughs> yes, we are a bunch of nerds. <laughs> What's been your favorite round robin in, you know, in the calls? Uh, the particular story? Yeah. Mine was Cody and the King. Cody. Cody yeah. and the Cane yeah. was one of our first ones. And that was Cody and the Cane. Yeah, because that just how the creativity came with everyone was amazing. I, th I think I don't know if Sheila was on that one or not. But um, yeah, that one was good. Anthony, of course, the one you did with us was great, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But, but Cody and the Cane, you see, people might not realize Cody is my little pet dog. Oh, and tell so me about the banana peel. What yeah, so, so Cody, Cody and the cane is about the little pet dog having to get used to um, his owner having a white cane. And it's like, so Cody gets poked in the butt with the white cane every so often. <laughs> and so there's this like dynamic going on. And so somebody in the story along the way, the participants like, let's work together. We could have a good companionship. You know, and they threw that in. But, but somebody threw in a banana peel and what is that smell? I have to smell it and everything. Well, the next day I'm walking around and I sent <laughs> picture, a picture to Cheryl. There was a banana peel that, that Cody had found on our walk. <laughs> was like was but another fun, this is a fun story. Um, so if, just the last round robin we did. So yeah. this is a whole, we've got to do a recording of us creating a round robin because yeah. it's, um, it's a comedy routine in itself. And um, 
Because <laughs> Cheryl's running running away on a horse, taking the story in all these directions, and I'm pulling in reins like, Cheryl, we can't give too much away. Come on, slow down. Because it's just a story starter. And then the people come in, each one, one after the other, and they add more to the story. So she's trying to write all these stories. And I'm like, no, we're just doing two sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it goes back and forth, and we laugh and laugh. And then we finally get it done. But she wanted to do this one about a dog. And um, yeah, because so she people, sent me over a draft. Mm-hmm, Go ahead, Cheryl. Because mm-hmm. some people in my life have, to, you know, they can complicate a dot. You know how somebody can just take something and just go over it and over it and over. So that was my thought, you know, about a dot. Well, the dot went, oh, my gosh, well, it was first, amazing. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, when ma'am. I saw this, when I saw this <laughs> and I'm looking at it. And I'm trying to be generous to my partner in crime. And I'm like, okay, she's got something in mind. And I call her up and I say, okay, what's the doc thing again? You know, and uh, and I'm just thinking, this is going to crash and burn. This is not going to go anywhere. (laughs) This is going to be dead air. But I trust Cheryl. Cheryl has something in mind. Just calm down, Kath. (laughs) Have some extras set up in case it just totally implodes. And we'll just move along. Nothing's happening here. We'll move along and go to the next one. Well, it became a riot. It was so (laughs) funny. Everybody took off. And she she just imagined it. And it happened. I couldn't see it, but she could. So that's why there's two of us. And I love sometimes, you know, before the call gets started, when we're when we're all setting up, people will come in and talk about how the round robin from the week before or, Mm. you you know, a few weeks ago, they wrote a short story or they were thinking about it and it gave them an idea for a different story. You know, it's sometimes the conversation before or after the actual call itself is just as good. And, you know, you were talking about games and the, the feeling of community you know, it's, it's so great to come in and, and everybody's saying hello and what have you been up to this week? It's, it's really an amazing call. So, you know, I, every once in a while on Sunday edition, I highlight good community calls and I've been wanting to do this one for a while. So Kathy, you're really good at this. Why don't you tell the folks the website, the phone number, you know, tell them everything. Sell, sell it up here. Okay. So to visit our website, you go to writingworkswonders.com and you can reach us in many different ways. At writingworkswonders.com, you can click contact us and you'll be able to send us a message directly from there. You'll be able to submit your comments. You'll also be able to add yourself to our email list. And once a week, we promise it's only once a week, you'll get delivered directly to your email box, the Zoom call information preview of the topic, as well as what was the writing prompt that they're going to read aloud. People will read their responses aloud and all sorts of great information just in that one little email comes out on Thursday. Our email address is info at writingworkswonders.com. And if that's not comfortable, then we have a phone number that you can call and leave us a message. 347 467 0221. All right, Cheryl, I'm going to put you on the spot. Every once in a while, I like to throw out a Sunday edition challenge. So if you're Mm -hmm. out there listening and you love Writing Works Wonders, or you never even um, experienced a Writing Works Wonders, Cheryl, can you throw out an impromptu prompt that they can email to you guys? 
Oh, yeah, you know, um, well, we just said, yeah, a, a, a girl, a boy, a frog, a butterfly. And what can you do with those, those four words in 75 words or less? That's or the trick, you- only 75 words. Yeah, that's right. 75 words or less. But you a can boy. do a poem or a short story, anything you yeah. want with that. A boy, a girl, butterfly, and a frog. Yeah. All right. Give them that email one more time, Kathy. 75 words and tell them that you heard it here on Sunday edition. Yes. Info, info at writingworkswonders.com. All right. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts, ladies? Uh- we just we we are so blessed to be here with you, Anthony, and you're a joy to be a part. You know when you're with us. Of course, Sheila's been on as a as a as a facilitator too, and we just love to have people welcome all of you. Any of you who have never been on with us, either listen to the podcast or just come on. If you want a good laugh, I'm telling you, listen to our round robins and you'll get a good laugh. So thank you so much, Anthony. And I have a fabulous master of the universe (laughs) co-host. Master of the website, master of the universe, Kathy. <laughs> That's part of our opening routine that she's, she's doing there for you folks. So, yes, you can listen. If you want to listen to past episodes, just say to Lady A, play the podcast, Writing Works Wonders. And you can say the same thing to Siri or Google Home. Play the podcast, Writing Works Wonders, or visit the website or do a search inside a podcast application that you might use. We'd love for you to listen in and you can use the search feature to put in round robin or open mic, um, any of the different things that you're interested in, search for an author. We'd love to have you join us. And Anthony, thank you for Sunday edition. You're providing a great service to our community. Um, We know how much work it is to prepare, to line up guests and to provide this. So thank you for the bottom of our hearts for what you're doing for us as well. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Well, folks, please check out Writing Works Wonders. Go listen to some of those podcasts, like they said, especially the Round Robin ones. They are hysterical. I We will be right back with Sunday Edition after this quick little message. The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. All right. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties this week. Um, If you are on ACB Media, I know we dropped off. Um, The podcast will have the full recording available, oh, in about 30 minutes after the show is done. Um, I am happy, very, very happy to welcome back to Sunday edition, Terry Suarez. Hello, hello, Anthony. Thank you so much for inviting me back. Uh, You are very, very welcome. I am so glad you're here. So in a little while, we're going to talk about Get Up and Get Moving. But I thought, you know, you're newer to our community. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to get to know you a little bit hear your story and and um what acb and fcb means to you so first and foremost you know tell us a little about you well as some of you may know i am still a licensed critical care respiratory therapist so 
for over 30 years, I lived in a hospital. <laughs> Basically, I loved my job. The human body is so fascinating. Um, I did everything from delivering babies as part of the delivery team to taking care of critically injured children to traumas to everything you can think of. I was a part of um, to stress test, pulmonary function testing, um, anything like that I was involved in uh, sleep studies. So the very importance of getting good night's sleep and all these wonderful things. And I just have to say on September 26, 2017, if you asked me at four o'clock in the afternoon while I was getting ready for work and walking Duke and taking him for a golf cart ride that, do you know, today's going to be the last day you do that? How would I feel? I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm great. But it happened that evening at bedside in a moment where I wasn't alone. So that was good. We were in the middle of a resuscitation team effort. Um, it was a very, very stressful situation. It was a patient I had for four days and he had a acute altered mental status and was trying to hit people and fight people. And we were trying to find out what changed. And it was very stressful. Of course, we were short staffed, but luckily for me, I was precepting a new hire that had experience. And I said, um, I'm just going to hold the arm here while you start the line and get that blood that we need to check his metabolic status. And she's like, are you okay? You look a little not so good. And I said, um, I will be, let's focus on what we need to do at hand, you know? And, um, so we did. And later on, of course, we sat down and, um, went to chart on the computer and the computer was looking very strangely to me. And I told my precept, my, um, as a preceptor role, um, I said, you know, um, now that we're done documenting, we need to go to the ER and I need to show you the steps on what you need to do when you're the patient. She was like, what? Her name is Allison. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's I'm like, I'm still not feeling good. Something's going on. My right arm was weak. Um, I couldn't move it as well. Um, my right jaw was hurting. And I'm like, okay, what is going on? So the best thing to do is to get emergency help. So we were on the third floor. We just walked down to the ER and um, I walked up to the charge nurse and she looked at me. She's like, you don't look good. I'm like, I'm not. And I told her everything that was going on. So they called a stroke alert. And I said, I can't, my vision, there's something wrong with my vision. And they got so focused on my brain. Um, hey, Anthony. I have yes. four MRIs done on my brain in four hours. <laughs> so I can honestly say I have, I have proof that I do have a brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but unfortunately, um, it wasn't till the next day that an, uh, um, I almost said audiologist, an ophthalmologist came to my bedside. And they found out I did not have any, at the time, signs or symptoms of a stroke. Um, I just had very high blood pressure and we're not sure what acutely happened. And she looked at my eyes and she's like, oh, she just has cataracts. And what had happened was um, my primary doctor's like, no, it's got to be something more. 
So 72 hours had passed before I got to see a retina specialist. And as most of us know on this call that have any opportunities of improvement with their retinas, that our retinas um, detachments, they have to be taken care of quickly and fast. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, oh my God, both of your retinas detached at the same time. And when we peeled back the onions, because for me, I am four. And being that this is May Mental Awareness Month, I want to share with everybody, I'm only four in the senses, my body, I am proud to say I turned 50 this year. My heart. Yes, I love being 50. Um, my body, well, we're having a conversation. You know, some days <laughs> we're not sure how old it is right now. <laughs> yeah, some days I still feel young and other days, okay. Yeah. And I'm well versed with that conversation. <laughs> yeah. And sadly, um, because of I had some multiple head injuries when I was younger. Um, I had uh, 40 years of steroid usage because my chronic diseases are asthma and diabetes and my diabetes didn't come on till later in life. And it literally snuck up on me. And so because of my previous injuries, I already had tender retinas and I didn't know this. And so it is so important to stay on top of listening to our bodies Um, So I just want everybody to know that it is so important that as we go along this journey, what does ACB and FCB? Well, if it wasn't for Sheila Young, I would not be here today. Sheila Young was, is the woman who brought me into this world of ACB and the special person that introduced me to Katie Lear and Sheila Young, her name is Annalie Rose. And she recently, she passed away last year. And she is the reason why we created Calm Chapter at Large Members of Florida Council of the Blind. And Annalie Rose, I some people on the call and on the radio may know who she is. She was all about Braille, just an amazing woman. She never was my Braille instructor. Because we rode the bus and I wasn't ready yet to learn Braille. But all I have to say is, is Annalie Rose, wherever you are and everyone you're helping, thank you for all you've done for us. And Sheila Young, thanks for helping me open the door of meeting so many people. Um, Today, I learned what a great team Cheryl and Karen are. And it brings back my memories of getting... um, the health checkup team together, Darrow and Jay and myself, we would spend about between 10 to 20 hours a week getting our shows ready. And I know that feeling when you reach out and you get that, you know, presenter and you're like, woohoo. Yeah. (laughs) But um, (laughs) I can talk on forever of what Florida Council of the Blind has done for me, what American Council is Blind has done for me. So that's why it's such an honor to be on the Get Up and Get Moving campaign, um, because can I tell you about the people that I get to work with, Anthony? You know, I'm I'm starstruck sometimes. I'm sitting in a meeting. I actually, okay, I have to tell you this hilarious thing that happened Um, because of being co-chair of public relations with Leslie Spoon, there was a meeting that we were conducting together. And she's like, okay, you be in charge of the meeting. And my past leadership skills, I've, you know, I'm not scared of being 
the leader of, of, of a meeting. And, but it was when Dan Spoon rolled into the meeting and I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm running a meeting where Dan Spoon is attending. And after the meeting, Leslie called me, she's like, why did you get so giggly? I said, because I've only been part of this community for a year and everyone has embraced me with my goodness and my pure excitement of energy of wanting to, you know, let everybody know, Hey, I want to be a part of you. And I want to be one of you. Um, my excitement can sometimes be a little bit. Um, what would you say, Anthony, where's Karen and Cheryl when I need them for an adjective (laughs) 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 overwhelming, (laughs) calm down. We're not, we're going for the moon, Terry. We're not going to Pluto. That's what, uh, Tony Stevens would say to me, we're going for the moon, not Pluto. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it. I, I just yeah. think you're effervescent. Um, okay. Eff- effervescent. <laughs> okay. That's a word for the day. Effervescent. So now we got to do yeah. boy, girl, butterfly, frog with ever, ever, ever. See, I can't even say it right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> effervescent. so we're gonna get to get we're gonna get we're going to get to get up and get moving in a few minutes but let's let's dive into terry a little bit more what um what are some of your hobbies what are some of the things that you do outside of the medical profession how do you nourish your soul how do i nourish my soul i love music i love dance i love people hence why i went into medicine Um, I love social events, um, getting people together that have the same focus and having fun, enjoying life, living life. I've been involved in the medical field since the age of 16, and I'm an American Cuban, firstborn, firstborn American generation. English is my second language. I did not learn English till the age of five. So there are some times where I get really excited. I speak speak English because in my mind, um, sometimes I have Spanish going on and I have a friend staying with me right now that sometimes the TV, when you're watching a sporting event, which, oh, by the way, football, I love football. It's not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Okay. So yeah, August through December, I love college football. Go Gators. I love the Gators. But, um, and go Bucks. You know, I'm a Florida girl, not a Dolphin girl. I've always been a Bucks girl. I actually got an opportunity to cheer with the Bucks cheerleaders when they were orange, red, and white. And I actually have a, a picture of me when I was, I think I was 10 when I was able to do that. And um, on the sideline at uh, Ray James stadium, which was it called Ray James back then, but, um, in my orange and, and, and my uniform, my cheerleading uniform. And it was just so amazing. Um, but get up and get moving has been such a foundation for me because American council, the blind, it's not just a community. It's a community made of members that make it work. We are flexible, welcoming, and most important understanding. And I don't know about you, Anthony, but when I talk to my counselors, which right now I have two, I'm working with the grievance counselor because I'm still grieving um, my loss of sight. And I found out personally, I'm very 
I was such a sighted learner, like I would see one and do one. And that's how I learned so quickly. And being an instructor, that's how I taught. Let me show you. And then I would show the person and then I would see them do it and see if it was done correctly. So that's my learning style. And now at the age of 50, I'm needing to change it to audio. So when I spoke at my first medical convention in five years, which I lost my sight four years, um, it was a very unique experience. So that recommendation that Carol and Cheryl were talking about, about audio prompts, um, I actually created a PowerPoint slide, which was about 16 slides. And they were just single sentences on the screen. I couldn't see them, but the audience read them to me. And then I would go into my point. Um, I do a lot better with PowerPoint when I'm speaking because it keeps you on track. And that was such a big deal for me. Of course, it took me that PowerPoint slide prior to losing my sight would have taken me about 10 minutes to create, but it took me about truly 10 days to 15 days making it because it was learning how to work the computer without, without a um, mouse. Um, I was always telling Triple G I was going to go to open mic and do an Odom to a mouse and not let people know, I miss you so much. I miss how I roll you and you, you, because it's chasing that cursor on the screen. (laughs) And um, all I have to say is um, the member of the communities, there's so many friends that I've made and um, so many people. And by the way, congratulations, Anthony, for um, not only are you a facilitator, um, but you're also a streamer. I've achieved facilitator and hosting. And again, thanks to Sheila, she trained me on on hosting. Um, But I am just super excited. Can we talk about get up and get moving? (laughs) We can talk about get up and get moving. I'm sure everyone's like, oh, here goes Terry again. But I just want everybody to know, um, some people are like, where do you get all your energy? There are days where the alarm goes off and I just don't wanna move. The bed is so safe. It's comfortable. I love being in fresh linens and you smell it and it's just so comfy. And why do I want to get out of this safe, comfortable place? Well, I have to. I have to show my neighbors and my friends that I'm not in solitude, that I can do things, that I can get up and get moving. And what does that look like for me? That means for me, I'm still blessed that I have my mobility. Um, I had a great instructor, BB, my mobility instructor from New Vision for Independence here in Lake County, Florida. And I get up and I go for walks and my neighbors are like, wow, she's walking. I'm like, yeah, look at you, you're standing. And I just keep going because (laughs) it drives me. I finally understand why people are like, oh, you're amazing. Really? I'm just walking one step, one foot in front of the other. (laughs) And, um, you know, I, I truly feel with our members of our community getting out and get moving and showing people what we can do is so important for American Council of the Blind to show the world that blindness does not mean the end of your life. The end of your life, anybody can just lay in bed. And it's not just losing your sight, 
there are many thousands of people, hundreds and thousands and millions of people in this world that are just fighting depression and not even depression from losing a sight. It could be just depression from a chemical imbalance. Um, there's so many different other things that can occur. And in our community, because of lack of sight, depression and anxiety is so high that it is so important that we as a community united and created all these different tools to enable us to continuously have a healthy lifestyle of getting us to get up and get moving. And what does that look to each individual? Well, some of us get up and get moving to create facility calls such as writing works wonders or Sunday edition or you know, out of sight adventures where we go and we travel the world and we live life. That's what Get Up and Get Moving is about. It's the pillars of getting our members inspired and sharing to the world that blindness is not the end of life. So we're a little over a year into the campaign and, you know, we had an amazing dance party. We've had trivia or uh, a game. It was, it was awesome. The, the music um, oh, my game. three sons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. We, we've had events. I know that, you know, we're looking at grant possibilities. We're looking at partnerships with other organizations out there. But if you had to, you know, if let's say Kathy King, you know, she's just come to ACB. How do you describe Get Up and Get Moving, the arc of the, the entire campaign to someone who is just experiencing art? ACB for the first time. All right. For those of you guys out there, first of all, in order for me to do any justice, I have to tell you about the people that are on this team because it is one of the most unique, diverse teams. And even um, other people have said this, this campaign committee does not work like anything else in ACB. And it, it's the people that made, made of it. So our lucky chairman is Tom Tobin who's also the president of Diabetics in Action. And he is our leader for the six of us volunteers. So Tom's a volunteer and we have three committees that are underneath it. And we have Dan Dillon and Joe Lynn. Dan Dillon is the uh, co-chair of the partners, which we can't do any campaign without partnerships. So there are three that I can currently share but there are so many in the pipeline. So many, I'm so excited. I wanna share, but I can't um, because we are gonna wait till it is right. But there is something I will tell you at the end of this conversation that you'll have an insight of what's coming is um, we have Vanda Pharmaceuticals. We have APH, which is all American printing house for the blind. And we have Walmart. So all you guys that are out there and you need a cool place to go for your walk because it's too hot, who's hitting 100 out there? Some of you guys are. Lots your, of us are. <laughs> yeah, go to your local Walmart and start just walking up and down the aisles. And when someone goes, can we help you? And you say, I want to say thank you for helping us. You're a proud sponsor of American Council of Blind Get Up and Get Moving campaign. And if they don't know what that is, tell them to go, go to ACB, 
www.getupandgetmoving.org and click on Get Up and Get Moving and we talk about it because it is so important that the employees understand how their companies help us and it shows us out in the community. And take a picture and post it on your Facebook page or even our Facebook page saying, I get up and get moving at Walmart, you know. Um, So then we have um, Leslie Spoon and myself as co-chairs of public relations. And wow, to work with Leslie Spoon, she's amazing. And yes, Anthony, I've got to give her a hug. And she is solid as a rock. (laughs) (laughs) We know her as Miss Fitness of ACB. She's doing, I think she's up to seven calls a week now. I know she does one Monday through Friday in the afternoons. And it's everything from um, basic chair yoga, chair exercise, all the way up to cardio cardio happy hour on Friday. And she started an evening one on the first Monday of the month. she is, if there's anybody out there that needs help with fitness, definitely email Leslie. She is amazing. She is a licensed, licensed, I don't know exactly her title, but she is licensed in the field of fitness. And some people are like, why doesn't she make videos? Why doesn't she, why isn't she able to be um, videotaped at events when she does stuff? It has to do with her licensing. And I had no idea about this. And she is so passionate, though, and so talented to be able to teach you audible on, you know, what your steps are and the safety. Everything Leslie does is make sure because she knows our health fitness journey. We're all in different points of our journey. And that's what I love working with Leslie is she keeps me on track because, again, I've only been four years in my sighted presence that I'm in now. And she helps me stay that way. Then we have Amanda Sims and Connie. And I am just so excited to be working with Connie and Amanda. They are our co-chairs for advocacy. And it's amazing that those two are working together. Connie being the president of South Dakota, and also um, one of our direct board of directors of ACB. So she brings all that leadership experience to the level. And then we have Amanda who brings in the next generation. She's the president of next generation and brings that in. So we have that nice balance. And let me tell you, we are very passionate and very strong team. And one thing that we all show is with the great leadership underneath Dan Spoon, so much is happening. So many good things of getting out in the world that members of ACB, we get up and we get moving. So that's what we're doing. So let's, let's talk about some of the advocacy that Get Up and Get Moving is currently working on and how members who, who hear it and experience postings on our various places but don't know how they can get involved. Well, one of the nice things is we have the resources of our ACB staff. Now, we know we've had some uh, flexibility and changes in our staff, but Clark and Swatha have done an excellent job and work with Amanda and Connie and keep us updated on what the progress is on different updates of advocacy. For example, 4853, 52, 53. Okay, I 52. think it's... 52. Thank you. 
I'm not even in those that high number 50 yet. And I keep, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is regarding um, DME equipment and getting it to be accessible, such as diabetic insulin pumps is just one or more blood pressure cups, just basic, basic equipment to be able to be self-care because one of the wonderful things as get up and get moving is we're working on all these collaboration and next generation during the convention, which we did part one already has this great program where self-care is healthcare. And I just love that. Don't you just love that healthcare? Self-care is healthcare. But if you don't have the equipment, how can you do self-care? You can't be independent if you don't have the tools that are out there. But that's one thing that's really unique about being a respiratory therapist. I'm kind of doing a, a little tango dance is there are times where we had to be very creative, very quickly on making things happen. One time I went to Guatemala and we didn't have this piece of equipment that would help expand your lungs. So I had to be creative and I took a valve and some tape because <laughs> duct tape. You got to be the MacGyver, got to always have your duct tape. And I was able to recreate this form of therapy that back in the United States are ventilators. You just push a button and dial it in. Well, we didn't have that technology. So one of the things that I've learned about my new site status, because I will always tell everybody I've lost my site, but I've gained more vision. And I don't know if it's because I'm less distracted by think by not seeing, and I'm able to experience more and, and I'm not moving as fast. So I gain a better moment. I don't know if you felt that way, Anthony, and experiencing life to a different level. And I think what's important is, is that we, as a community, look at each other. And I'm proud to say I'm a four-year-old. I'm very honored to be around so many smart people around me that have been living this vision world with less sight and experiencing all these wonderful information to share with me. And it's, it's been a growing process for me. It's not stagnant. And I just hope our first campaign, our first year, Oh, which by the way, um, Dan Spoon's already told us, our president, that the first year is not counting because we originally started as a three-year campaign, but the first year didn't count because of COVID and some other dynamics. So we're really kicking it off this year. And we were focusing on just the get up and get moving. Get up and like Zelda. Zelda, what a wonderful thing that turned up. She took awesome. the get up and get moving and she said, I'm getting up and get moving and walking to Omaha. And we were like, All I know is I got a phone call from Tom Tobin and he's like, you need to talk to Zelda. I'm like, okay, why? (laughs) And he told me, because I'm currently not on the, I'm the only one on the team on the committee that's not on the leadership. So he has to filter me in sometimes because I don't have the complete story yet. And I was like, that's an amazing thing. And of course I was like, oh, can we do this? Can we do that? He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just let's get her on board. And it is so exciting because guess what? Guess what's just, you know, less than six weeks away? Convention. I know. Zelda and Sunday Edition have challenged 
um, our members to to walk their way as well. And we're going to do the last half a mile all together at convention. So when are you flying in? Because I'm flying in a little early, too. So let me uh, know and I'll be honored to join you. Yeah, we're coming in Thursday night. Um, okay. but yeah, no, we're going to we're going to organize it and put it out on all of the lists. And of course, it will be on the Get Up and Get Moving Facebook page. Yes, which by the way, I want to definitely say thank you. Thank you, Anthony. You are just a person after my heart. You love to dance like I do. And you're always posting these great songs. (laughs) I am. And, you know, I was doing it daily and, you know, it's it's, um, challenging to come up with a song that you haven't already posted. I've scaled back. I do it about three times a week. Um, But what the reason I could scale back is because other folks are posting Isn't songs. Awesome? They're posting <laughs> great inspirational quotes. Um, and what we don't see enough of, and and I have you know said this on Sunday edition over the last couple of months a few times. What we don't see enough of is you all out there. Like like Terry just said, if you're in the Walmart, snap a picture, throw it up there. Or yeah. you know, I just got up and got moving by running around with my four year old grandson, or whatever it be. You know, whatever how you're getting up is. and get moving, throw this, it up on that page. Yeah, because this campaign is about showing off what we do because people don't see what we do. Because I didn't realize this, but um, my counselor pointed out that losing your sight is the most least of the senses that people are aware of. Mm -hmm. There are so many people that are like, oh, I didn't know you were blind. Oh, really? What, the cane, the guide dog, you know, uh, the three of us? Because there's, I have, I'm so lucky to have three others of our community members living near me. And when we're out and about, um, between Janine and myself at SeaWorld, you know, going around, I'm like, really? You can't tell we're we're vision impaired. (laughs) I mean, we're, we're rolling. We, you know, we're, we're, you know, and it's just, um, people don't see us because I don't understand. I don't understand, but they're like, people don't see us because they're afraid. Yeah. They're afraid. You you look at those, you look at those studies, you know, 70 some something percent, I think it was 78% would rather have breast or prostate cancer than lose their sight. But that's Eating. what get up and get moving's about is that yes. losing your sight does not mean end of life. It exactly. Truly is a beginning. And for me, um, I know we have members in our community that have never had sight. They were born congenitally blind. Um, I know some of the micro preemies that I've helped deliver over 30 years ago are 30 years old now. And they're congenitally blind, but you wouldn't know it. They are professionals in the field. Um, They are in the community and people don't see them. They don't give them a title, which is the most beautiful thing. And that's what this campaign is. Um, Audio Description has done such a magnificent job. We've got Joe Lynn, who works with us on the Get Up and Get Moving campaign that helps us. Um, keep things rolling in that sense with grants. And it's just amazing. I mean, look at the national parks. We can go into a national park for free and most of them are all audio described. And it's yeah. just amazing. 
And I'm super excited about the walk. So I'd like to talk about some of the things that are going to happen, especially um, with the. Well, Terry. (laughs) Oh boy, Anthony, what you got rolling? We've got an outline that we're going to, we're going to, we're definitely, we want to build towards convention and some of the other stuff that's going. Okay. So what's next? What I I want you to talk about is what's going to happen at the Florida convention and then I want you to tell other affiliates out there what Get Up and Get Moving can do, it, it, how, why and how those affiliates can partner with Get Up and Get Moving. Well, Use that, Florida as a kickoff to that kind, that piece of the conversation. Well, in actuality, um, Anthony, we got to kick it back to March during leadership. Uh, Connie and Amanda did a great job working with uh, Clark and Swatha and Tony Stevens regarding get up and get moving. We'll collaborate with everybody and anybody you just need to ask. And since then we actually have this matrix, uh, Excel spreadsheet that Leslie spoon keeps up with. And we are speaking every week on either a state convention or, um, on zoom calls. I did three zoom calls this week. I mean, it's just been a, let alone, how many times we are blessed to be called upon Sunday edition. We love coming on Sunday edition (laughs) and doing all the calls that we can to get the word out. And, you know, I did a very bad thing. I forgot to mention the most important members of our committee. And that is the ACB members. If it wasn't for you guys sharing with us your ideas. So what are we doing at Florida Council of the Blind is we're actually going to be, because we are going to be present and Leslie and I are going to be there. We're doing two events. One, we're doing um, a Zoom call that will have Leslie doing an exercise portion. And then I'm going to be doing a music portion about deep breathing, warming up for exercise, and also what you can use around everyday house to get your rhythm of life, expressing your rhythm of life. Like, what do you do with those empty medicine bottles? I don't know, Terry, what can I do with my empty (laughs) bottles? Well, first of all, you want to peel out all, peel off all those labels (laughs) and make sure you take that strip off of the bottom, you know, where it has your, for those of you guys that are, um, I'm a script talk girl. So I take my little sticker off and you can put anything you want in it to guess what? Shake, rattle and find your rhythm of life. So look at that. Yeah. Making your own, um, not castanetas. What are the, the uh, shaker thing? Yeah. The name? Um, there's so many names out there that, you know, but it's, I call it music maker, rhythm maker, the rhythm of life. And you want to find that because we all have inside of us a beautiful rhythm maker. And it's the rhythm between your heart and your lungs called cardiopulmonary. And you can just take your right hand and put it across your chest. And you can just feel that drum bump, 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 bump. Some of us might be a little faster. Some of us might be a little slower. And it is amazing what that rhythm can do. And when you don't want to get up off that couch, when you don't want to get out of that bed, just take some deep breaths, 10 deep breaths, feel that rhythm and say, I have to get up to keep this rhythm going. And then I usually turn on a song or something if that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. What did Anthony post today? 
<laughs> Anthony didn't post today, but Anthony <laughs> is posting um, a 20s swing song Ooh. for tomorrow. Well, I'm so super proud tuned. to say we reached 213 members on our Facebook page. So if you're not, if you're listening out there, ACB members, and not a member of the Get Up and Get Moving Facebook group, Come on and join us because that's how you're going to keep up. And plus, we want to see your stories because I can't talk about it. Anthony's got a plan, but there's a big tailgate party going to happen. Okay, go ahead, Anthony. What's so next? Back, so back to Florida. You told us about the first call. What's the mm-hmm. second? What's the second event at Florida? The at second FCD? event I am super excited about because it's something that I used to do with my um, at other events, and it's a. Um, a um, scavenger hunt and we mm. used to hand out polaroid cameras you guys remember polaroid cameras you know and um, there's a song about that and um, you would go around and you would have to bring back your polaroid pictures for the proof of what the 10 or 15 things well we have created the um not the first scavenger hunt but the first get up and get moving scavenger hunt that's embedded in the Florida Council of the Blind. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what Sheila says about this when it's over. I promise, Sheila, we're going to be good. It's going to be fun. And we have prizes and we have 15 different things that you have to record, video, or take a picture of. One of the three ways. Um, so it doesn't matter what you do. You can bring your Victor streams. You can bring your tablets, your smartphones, a basic on and off recorder. You can do it all audio or you can do it all video using your smart devices. It doesn't matter how you do it, but when you register, and I think what we're going to do is uh, the week before Katie is going to send out Katie Lear. Thank you, Katie Lear, for all you do. We'll send out the list and it's fun things that you have to do to get recorded and the one who gets the most out of the 15 items turned in first gets the first prize of $50. The second person with the most, the second things is 25. And then the third place is 15. But we know that there's so much more to do out there. So we challenge everybody to get up and get moving and tell us what kind of events you're doing. I know there's some wonderful state organizations that are creating their own get up and get moving um, events and sharing them with us. And that's what we want. If you want to collaborate with us and we can brainstorm with you. And, you know, if we have someone who's nearby that can be able to join and be on the ground with our boots on, because we're all warriors together. Um, let us know, just reach out to us on Facebook and email us and just say, you know, Hey, um, I know right now we're going through a little bit of change. You know, Kelly has stepped away, you know, she decided to go have a baby, (laughs) but, um, so our Facebook page, we were going to have a place for you to go in and fill in, you know, a request, but just reach out to the ACB community. And just say you want to reach one of us and we'll be honored to, you know, work with everybody. You want to do something, we want to help you make it happen. So a month after that, basically a month to the day, a bunch of us are going to be in Omaha. Really? Yeah, that's for our national convention. And um, 
I, I, I think if, if I'm remembering correctly, <laughs> there's what four or five programs that get up and get moving has got going for <laughs> Omaha. Let's talk a little about that. Yeah. And what's a great thing is not just for get up and get moving. We have so many collaborations. I had to personally develop my own schedule because I have so many places to be. And like some of them, I only have like 15 minutes. So I'm hoping my rollerblades, which I don't know how I would do. I haven't written rollerblades in about 15 years, Um, but how to get around. So it's going to be really, really a lot of fun. Um, Let's see. On Saturday, we have, well, first, before we even get started, we have the virtual event where we're going to work with Stride for You, which I believe Mm -hmm. you had them on your show before. Um, I did. And BPI worked with them last year at convention. Absolutely. They're great. And I'm super excited. They're coming on. They're going to do a self-defense class. And then they're also, this is the part I'm really excited about, is Saturday morning, there's going to be an opportunity to experience beatball. Now, I'm not saying they might not get some beatball action going on, but I am just learning about it. I have an experience, but yep. If you want to experience me running as fast as I can, which I'm just a little competitive. Um, yeah, that's going to be fun to do. That's on um, Saturday. And then we have, of course, the amazing tailgate party. Have you heard about this tailgate party? Well, first of I all, am. have you heard about the Brenda Dillon walk? Are you walking? I am. You're walking, you're walking for the I Florida am. Hurricanes or who, who's your team? I have to be politically correct. <laughs> I'm walking. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> well, I had to tell Leslie that I'm walking, but not this year for Florida Hurricanes. I am honored to be on the Sugar Warriors Diabetic in Action team. And we're super excited because we got t-shirts and So we were going to have this little social party to get everyone together before we go on the Brenda Dillon walk. And I'm like, social party just sounds so like tea and crumpets. I'm like, this should be like a a clinical. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, you know, a little stuffy. I'm like, I'm going to be wearing, you know, my, my good tennis on and, you know, go, go for walk clothes, you know, not for a for a social party. So um, I said, why can't we turn it into a tailgate party? Well, let me just tell you, then it just started rolling. And the next thing I know, I am so honored to be able to share this. We've shared this only in a few places is that we are having a American council of the blind tailgate party that is collaborating with diabetics in action, get up, get up and get moving campaign and the Brenda, Brenda Dillon walk. And to get your ticket, you just got to be a walker with the ticket. And you get hamburgers and hot dogs and food and a drink ticket. And we're all going to meet up and we're going to celebrate. And guess who's going to be there? Our health heroes. So those from Walmart and APH and all of our future health heroes that I can't share. I can't share, but there's some really great. I know it's so hard, some really great, great collaboration. So we want everyone to pack that room up and we're going to have a big, let's get up and get moving. And we're going to do this walk together. We're going to make lots of noise and be proud that we are united together. 
So that's one thing. And then we have all the collaborations. I'm so excited that Connie, Leslie, and I, we're going to be on the next generation. We're doing um, self-care is healthcare panel. Um, I am doing um, a panel with, uh, I'm oh, super excited for diabetics in action with pretty much almost the whole team for diabetics from the Cleveland Clinic, which is, you know, one of the best in the nations for uh-huh. treating and managing diabetes. Um, but they have a whole diabetics in action. Then we have on Thursday, the multicultural, oh, I forgot somebody else. There's another committee that I forgot we're working with the multicultural committee. I'm so excited. I got tapped on the shoulder by Gabe and we are doing a dance after the Thursday night banquet where we'll be jiving and grooving and experiencing Latin music and reggae and all these different motions to get our feet grooving. And after that nice meal, um, we're doing a collaboration with the accessibility board uh, committee. Is it board committee? Okay. Committee. Committee. And we're super excited just talking about how technology integration from the basics of basic technology, which is you just checking your pulse and counting to the Apple watches, to all the smart devices that are out there. Um, Let's see, what else have I missed? All I know is, is every day is going to be great. And especially for anybody who's there live, we are super excited. But those of you guys that are going to be virtual, we have something for you as well. So we're excited that as a community, we are here, there, and everywhere, and we are going to make it happen as long as we work together. So I want to open up for some questions in a few minutes, but I know that you were bringing something special to announce here on Sunday edition. Are you ready to drop the bomb, so to speak? Well, um, I'm glad you're asking that, Anthony, but (laughs) unfortunately, my enthusiasm (laughs) when I told um, certain members of the committee and they're like, oh, no, 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 we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. So unfortunately, we need to hold off on that. But the bomb is ticking and maybe that will be an announcement we'll make on Saturday at the tailgate party. But Ooh. I might mention it might have to do something with our furry companions. And that's all I'm going to say. But you know what's more important is I want to ch- ask everyone out there. We have 213 people on our Facebook. And I know we have over 8,000 members in our community and friends. Please join us and tell us on the committee what Get Up and Get Moving means to you and what you would like us to send the message out to the world and let's unite together and do this together. And for those of you listening who are part of the Facebook page, there's a really cool way that you can help spread the, spread the word as well. You can go, um, it's about midway down the page and you can hit that link that says invite others and you can click the folks in your life that you think would be interested in get up and get moving or would want to support the get up and get moving campaign. 
and you can invite them to the page as well. I know that I went through my couple of thousand friends and clicked <laughs> off a whole lot of people. <laughs> and there's some that I, uh, thanks to all of us, Connie and Amanda, all of us on the committee are um, monitors of it and we are accepting and it says invited by Anthony Corona. And I know recently um, we can always tell when one of the team members of the committee has spoken at a state convention because then all of a sudden we have all these California, California, California. Oh, okay, we must mm -hmm. have spoken California or, you know, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and it's so wonderful. It is so exciting. But I have to hold on to that for right That's now. But, but it's going to be so great. It's going to be great. You know, hop up and let's go. I know another great way. Um, that you can help get the word out there is if you see a great get up and get moving Facebook page uh, post, share it. Yeah. Share it to your to your feed and let folks know. You know, when you share a post, of course, you get that box, the same box that you can put your own thoughts as well. You know, if it's a great song that Anthony Corona happens to post up there, you know, born born to be alive, and you want to pass that <laughs> along and say, I danced all around my kitchen. I grabbed my husband and pulled him out of the chair and got him up and moving, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to put out that energy, yeah. it's infectious. I know, you know, Pam Shaw, who is a Friends of Sunday edition of Friends of the Get Up and Get Moving campaign. I know when I see her daily inspiration posts, I, I always like them, of course, but, you know, oh, often yes. I'll share them because they're just such great messages. And, and, yeah. you know, who, who doesn't need a great thought to kind of prod them along through the day, right? And the other thing is, is I just want to inspire everybody. Um, get up and get moving doesn't necessarily mean you have to be dancing or there are some members in our community that walking is not an option um, due to physical Absolutely. inabilities. And get up and get what um, things that you do. There's so many of us, not only do we volunteer in our own community, but we volunteer outside in our own backyards. And that's so important for us to share. So we want to hear, how are you doing? My personal thing that I've started is blood drives because in the medical field, what a better way to save a life than give life Absolutely. and blood does that. So for me, whenever I speak, I always make sure. And, um, with some of the staff changes that occurred, um, we are working on having a blood drive in Omaha, but if anybody wants to learn how to do that, reach out to us, we'll be glad. And how impressive is it to your neighbors and your friends and your church or anywhere where you live, where they see wow, you know, Cindy, Cindy doesn't get up and get moving. She, you know, she's not able to, but yet she organized this. That's where we stand out in the community. Yeah. And that's what we need to show everybody. We can do this. So, you know, especially for those members who, who can't get up and get moving in the classic sense, the one thing I remind Sunday edition listeners a lot, and we did this over the mental health calls and, and other various calls we forget the one thing that our body does every single moment is also emotionally healthy. It's physically healthy. It's spiritually healthy. Talk for just a moment about breathing. And then we're going to take those hands. 
Right, right. There are so many things that occur in our human body that is autonomically. In other words, we don't have to say, can you imagine how busy we are? There's a great movie called Inside and Out that was done by Pixar where, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, because our heart is beating, (laughs) um, you know, our diaphragm has to drop just to take a breath. So everybody just breathe in. Deep breath in through your nose and your diaphragm drops and you feel your chest expand, your thoracic, your rib cage goes out and then just relax. Put your lips together and blow out through your mouth. Let's do that again. Everyone take a deep breath in through your nose, feel your shoulders come up and exhale. And that's and deep for those breathing. of you that have sleep problems, this is great to set a sleep routine. Get in oh. your bed. Terry was talking about those fresh linens. And when you get to that comfortable spot, your pillow is all fluffed up. Then just breathe for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Set your mind, set your body. And when you're doing that breathing, release the thoughts in your mind. Mm-hmm. Push them either through your fingertips or your toes. Push them out the tip of your nose. And by the time you're done with five minutes of deep breathing, your body is ready. Right. For real sleep. And just Four a- minutes sleep that's restorative. It is. And what you do is you say, okay, this is a problem that can be handled tomorrow. Or, or I had one instructor. She is so awesome. She has two autistic children and she's like, she hears something. She'll be on a call with me. She's like, oh, that sound. Oh, that's a problem for next hour. And I love that saying, um, not everything has to be fixed and handled right now. So take a moment, gather your thoughts, take your time. And for me, one of the biggest things I have to learn is to slow down, slow down and take the time. And that means take, be gentle to yourself. I'm my, my email address. Most of you guys have is um, speedy something. Um, I'm not going to put it out there um, for the safety of the community, but I'm not as speedy as I used to be in the physical sense, but mentally I'm that speedy and being fast doesn't always is a good thing. Um, taking your time and being thorough is as well. So we're going to take some questions, but we're going to have to go off air in a few minutes. We're going to take one now and we'll stay around for a few minutes after we go off air. I know Melody's had her hand up for a few minutes. So Melody, you can unmute and ask your question. Hi, Melanie. How are you doing today? You might have to grab that guy. I'm sorry. You. I'm having on you. There we go. <laughs> Forgive me. It's okay. Um, I was thinking for future convention door prizes or just an incentive to join the Get Up and Get Moving Facebook um, page. I do not personally use social media, but maybe if two or three talking Fitbits or accessible activity trackers could be given away for people that can't access an Apple watch or can't afford one or don't need those extra features. That would really be an incentive for people to get up and get moving. If people, you know, your family has these pedometers and Fitbits and they, you know, people can't use them. I know I, I had my activity tracker activated on my series six for a while, then disable it because things became so ridiculous, but that it just seems like an incentive well, thank That's you. Great so, idea. 
That is a beautiful idea. And those are the type of relationships that we are cultivating right now. So I just want to say thank you. That means we're thinking on the right track. Great minds think alike. <laughs> Keep those ideas Ooh. coming. And I'm yeah. honored to be on the slate for the ACBDA board with you. <laughs> I was wondering how you're doing and if the health checkup calls are coming back and how um, Jay was doing. He, he was a neat guy. Yeah, Jay is doing great and we're doing okay. It's just right now we're all so um, involved. Yeah, yeah, life life got busy, but yeah, um, reach out and we, we're, we're evaluating coming back because the three of us really do miss it. We do miss it. It's just right now at this time, I needed to focus on, I wasn't expecting to be part of this committee and now I'm just so excited and it's taking a lot more of my bandwidth than I thought it would, but I'm honored to have it uh, as an opportunity to participate. So thank thank you, Melanie. So like I said, we're going to take a couple of hands after we go off air, but Sunday edition is all about the challenges and I have brought one for today for everybody out there listening. We've been talking a lot about the Facebook page. So if you, again, if you are not, um, if you are not part of the page, if you have not joined, please go click that link and become part of it. But if you're out there listening and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I really could get up and get moving a little bit more, but, um, you know, I need a little bit more inspiration or maybe I would like a buddy. I challenge my Sunday edition listeners to go to the Facebook page and put that out there. Ask for a buddy. Maybe you can virtually walk together. Maybe you can do Leslie's 30-minute um, cardio. What is it called? It's happy hour well, cardio. That's together. On, yeah, that's on Friday. She's got something every day, except Saturday yeah. and Sunday. So head over to that Facebook, Get Up, Get Moving, ACB, Get Up and Get Moving, and put a request out there. Who wants to be my Get Up and Get Moving buddy? And whatever it is you want to do, you want to walk, you want to use fitness bands, you want to do Leslie's class. It's something you want to experience in nat- uh, one of our national parks through our unit description, um, the brochures are, and there are lots of tours that are audio described. Maybe you want to hit, head to a local park with the tour in your ear and a buddy on the other ear. It's there's the possibilities are endless. So that is the Sunday edition challenge. Go to the Get Up and Get Moving page and find your Get Up and Get Moving buddy. Terry. Woo-hoo. <laughs> you know, I them. couldn't go without saying a woohoo. Come on. Come on. Let's hear your woohoo, Anthony. Come on. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> Tell the folks how they can reach out to get up and get moving with the fabulous ideas that they might have besides the Facebook page. Um, well, currently we do not have a direct email. Um, so you can contact community at acb.org and ask our Cindy or Colby to reach out to any one of us. So you can reach out, ask them for my information. Um, Tom Tobin is our chairman. So if it's easy to remember Tom Tobin or just send an email and say, I want it, I want to get this information to the get up and get moving and they'll be honored to forward it to us. So we're in the process of simplifying that. So you can just click and send, but at this time, um, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. All right. And I will be announcing this again over the next couple of Sundays, but I have one more announcement about convention. 
uh, Brett Oppegaard, who also who runs the unit description, is bringing an exciting project to national convention as well. You will be able to get an audio described profile photo or a shot for some something else, but mostly for social media, and it will be an audio described photo. He is taking application uh, appointments. Applications. Thank you. He's taking appointments now. It was in our dots and dashes from this last week. But if you send um, a message to community or if you send a message to Sharon Lovering, they'll get you Brett's information and you can have your own audio described photo. Gabriel and I already have our appointments. What about you, Terry? Well, I'm just learning about it. I'm going to make an appointment too. Woohoo! This sounds awesome. fun. Will this be able to be used for our Facebook profile? Yeah, all social awesome. media. I, I, I'm not exactly sure how it works. I actually, okay. um, Brett will be on Sunday edition next week, actually, talking about it. So this is perfect. Um, awesome. Brett will be here next week to talk about the project. And I will be back with another. Oh, I'm sorry. Please come and visit us on Wednesday night for In the Land of Baru. That's at 9 p.m. on Treasure Trove, which is ACB Media 3. I'll be back next week with um, Brett Oppegaard and another great show. Have a great Sunday, everyone. You've been listening to Sunday Edition on ACB Media. Stream One. That's American Council of the Blind Media or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Episodes drop every week at 1 p.m. on Sundays. And you can email us at Sunday Edition AC. All one word, Sunday edition with the letters AC at gmail.com. Let's brunch again together next Sunday.